LeBron James is the most overrated superstar in sports history. It's not even close. This guy is a complete crybaby. He's uh, he's always complaining about something. He's always trying to stack his team. He wants to recruit the whole league. He's terrible. I don't know who need to hear this, but you can be black and be bad at your job and be fired for it without the reason because you're black. I don't understand why people, every time a black coach gets fired, oh my God, here we go again. He's fired because he's black. No, he was fired because he wasn't a good fit and he was bad at his job, period. Look, I'm a lifelong Patriot fan, but when Tom Brady left to go play for Tampa, I was hoping he failed. I'm still mad that he won the Super Bowl the next season. The very next season? There's no way I could cheer for this guy under any circumstances. I don't understand how Patriot fans out there are rooting for Tom Brady after he walked away and won the Super Bowl the very next season. I won't be happy. I will celebrate Tom Brady when he retires. That's when I'll celebrate him. Right now, I hate him. I hope he loses. The Sports Steady Podcast starts now. Here's your host, Sean Brooks. All right, let's get ready to go live. Get ready to get started. Let's check this out. Uh, let's see where we at. Make sure all everything's up. I think we're good. Get started. Let's get started. Let's get it started. I shouldn't be hearing myself in the echo. Damn, I need some more water. Someone give me some water. Get me some water.
Get it going before I wise figure out this is a fishing trip. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Welcome to the Sports Steady Podcast. And we have a good episode today, hopefully. Now, I was going through a couple of things in the Tom Brady retirement from the NFL. He announced that yesterday, and then right after that, big news came out about Brian Flores. So, Flores stole the thunder from Brady. And, well, he didn't technically steal it. Actually, Adam Schefter did, but Flores came back and took the news, dominated the NFL news with the... uh, Allegations of racism. Now, we had a couple topics. We was going to talk about Brady's retirement. News about Becky Hammond and the coaching salary in the WNBA, which I know no one gives a shit about. But we still was going to talk about it because this podcast is not like any other podcast. We talk about anything that comes to mind. I mean, it's a sports page run by sports fans. So... Now you're like, well, there are no WNBA fans. Yeah, that's probably true. But there's always one person out there that will care. And that's what this podcast is about. This podcast reaches one person. I don't care. We're not looking to be big. That's not what this is about. All this stuff that we got going on, I didn't spend a dime on it. So, I mean, it's free software. We just turned on the mic, turned on the camera, and just started talking. That's all we did. We're not looking to be the next big thing. So this is just a place where any fan can come and talk and be part of something. Because it's very hard to get noticed and to talk amongst the bigger platforms. Because you're not going to be invited. But here, everybody's invited. That's how it's always going to be. No one can pay us to kiss ass or to cover a certain sport. So that's the bottom line. That's how I want to run it. So when I was given the title to run the Sports Steady podcast, that's how I, I chose to run it. And that's how I'm going to run it. This is the sports podcast run by sports fans. The everyday typical sports fan. So. Let's get into the topic. So we're going to talk Brian Flores. I'm going to take this episode and I'm going to use it on Flores. And we'll do another episode down the line to talk about the other topics. The top, the Brady retirement and such and such like that. NFL, Super Bowl, obviously. We still got two weeks to talk about that. Now, Flores sues the NFL for discrimination, racism, he felt he feels like he's he um this racist in the hiring practices of the NFL owners. Now does is that true or false? I'm not in the NFL. So 
I can just give you my opinion on what I think about this whole situation. And I believe the biggest story is not even about the the interview. The biggest story is his allegation that he claims that the NFL owner, Miami Dolphins owner, told him, offered him money to lose games. That's the biggest story right here. That is the biggest story out of this whole thing because the integrity of the NFL has always been questioned. People thought the league was fixed, the refs are paid off, blah, blah, blah. And now you hear of a coach who, a recent coach, comes out and says, yeah, you know, the owner paid, said he gave, offered me 100 grand to lose games. That's That's serious. That might be the most serious thing. Now, you might say, oh, how could that be more serious than racism? Because I think in today's climate, we like to throw the racist thing out. Oh, it's like a blanket. Everything's racist. So I think until more details and actual proof comes out, the racist angle is kind of like, eh, I don't know. I think, yeah, you're going to have your woke commentators and your woke activists and all the people who play in that field are going to run with this. And that's going to be their lead story. They're going to dominate that. But me personally, I don't believe that's the big story. I think the big story is the allegations about an owner paying a coach to lose games. That's the big story to me. Sorry. I just don't... Um, the racist angle, true or false, but he's going to need to prove that much more than, oh, I believe I was not given a job because of racism. He's got to prove that. And we need to get back to a point where people need to start showing evidence. They need to prove stuff. You can't just blankly say something's racist because you feel like it. Whether it's true or not, I think we need to start having, um, be more responsible when throwing that word around. Now, I'm not saying what he went through is racist or not. This is not where we're at. I'm just saying that the big story is the $100,000 per game to lose. That's the big story because you're talking about the integrity the of the shield of the NFL. This is what the NFL is going crazy about right now at the league office. They're not going nuts about a owner possibly not hiring him because he's because of racism. That's not what the NFL owners NFL league office is going crazy about. They took in the, and they they're the reason they put themselves in this position because they decided to go woke after the whole Kaepernick situation. They decided to donate all this money and play, placate to the uh, the woke crowd. So now someone just comes out and says, oh, this is racist. Boom. Now they what are they going to do? Come to their knees and say, yeah? No. You got to investigate. But the... The thousand dollar, the hundred thousand dollar allegation to lose games, I think that's that has more legs than the racism claim.
in my opinion. I, I could be wrong. If you disagree, let me know in the comments. But to me, I believe the pain a coach to lose games, to tank. We always heard about the tanking. Teams tank all the time for higher draft picks. Um, we even People even encouraged it. Telling, oh, we should lose games. I've seen fan base get mad at teams for winning games to take them out of, of, a, uh, of a draft position. And we, as we know in the NFL, the team with the worst record guarantees the number one pick. Unlike the NBA, who changed it, right? The NBA used to have that, then they changed it because teams were tanking. So this story about the losing games is more believable to me. And I want to be clear, this is my opinion. This is not fact. I'm not coming at it from a no, a no position. Like, I don't know everything. I'm just saying, if I took both of these issues side by side, the claim of racism by Flores and hiring practices versus NFL owner offering money to coach to lose games on purpose for a higher draft pick, I'm more willing to believe that story than the racist story because today everything is being claimed as racist so until we i need to see more but on this side with the paying the coach to lose i totally believe that i think that's more believable and so that's what we're gonna touch on that's crazy because i never understood the tanking thing from a player's perspective right See, I never looked at it from a coach thing. I always thought, why would players want to tank games and lose games on purpose? They're not even guaranteed to be on the roster next year. They could be cut. They could be replaced. Why would you want to tank as a possibility for a player to come in to take your spot? So, I never believed that players, from a competitive standpoint... And job security would risk losing games on purpose. So, I just never believed that. But I never looked at it from a coaching standpoint. Because obviously the owner is a, is approaching the coach. And saying, hey, we need you to lose games. And the coach who may have a, a guaranteed contract. A long-term deal. Be having a wink, wink, nod, nod. Hey, you do this, we guarantee we won't fire you. And maybe the coach does it. But how does the coach do it? Does he decide who to play, how long to play them, when to play them? But I think in the NFL, it's dangerous. Like in the NBA, you could sit your star player out, right? Play him 20 minutes a night, 15 minutes. You can load manage. You can make it look like, you know, you can hide it. But in the NFL, you're risking getting guys hurt. So, for example, if you want to tank, you're going to sit out your star, what? Your star quarterback? That's too obvious. Your star offensive lineman, then you risk your quarterback getting hurt. So, it's too many pieces connected to, to do a tank job, you know? And guys can get hurt. I mean, to my career injuries. 
So that's why this is dangerous. This whole thing is dangerous. You just can't. Um, this is this is a big deal. That's all I can say. Now let's listen to Flores. He went on uh, Get Up on the yes on the Four Letter Network. And let's see what he had to say about this. Let's go over here. Pull this up. So listen to Flores. Wow. <clears throat> so Mike uh Mike was pressing he said he wanted to get names. So he's Flores said the owners need to uh so it's safe to say Flores probably won't get another NFL head coaching job, at least this year. I mean he called he called out the owners. He he basically called the owners all NFL owners racist. That's basically what he did. And, um, I mean, and he said that they didn't need, he didn't need to file the lawsuit to, because everyone knew how the NFL hiring and firing goes. So, let's, uh, dive into that a little bit. So, the... Rooney rule, right? Basically an affirmative action. Not really, but more like a affirmative action f- for interviewing that the NFL put in place thinking that it would help minorities. Actually, it hurts minorities because owners could just... Owners feel like, man, we got to interview this guy just so we don't get accused of being racist. Now, me personally... The NFL is a private league. It's a privilege to play in it. 32 jobs for head coaches, 32 QBs. It's not everyone is granted to be part of the NFL. It's not a right. Right? So I don't like that. And I don't want to come off like I'm defending billionaire owners. 
I'm just speaking from someone who runs a business. The mindset that you need to be forced to hire people to fit a quota. I think if the NFL owners were just allowed to hire who they want, this wouldn't be an issue. Because why do why do people need to hire people to prove they're not racist? It makes no sense. Like I just don't think that we almost like downgrading ourselves when we feel like we need to be hired or else. This guy was a coach for three years. And whatever the issues he had with the team, they, they decided to go in a different direction. Now, is there a shorter le- leash for certain coaches? Probably. But at the end of the day, these owners have the right to do what they want. And I don't think that people should be forcing owners like got to change your minds change for change what i mean these guys want to win they want to make money um that's what they want to do i just don't agree with this i don't know maybe i'm being naive now look like i said before he may have a a real point maybe he he feels like you know racist played a part but he did get hired. So why would they hire him? What would be a gain for a racist NFL owner to hire Brian Flores at the point of hiring him? Think about it. It's not like Flores was some um he was a very good assistant in New England. Very good. But he's he didn't have any kind of Gold, like he wasn't shitting out NBA, uh, NBA, NFL titles. Like it wasn't like a guarantee. Like oh, if you hire this guy, you're guaranteed to to win a championship. I don't get. I just think that are the NFL owners that naive? I don't think they're that stupid. I think these people are, are smart. They made a lot of money. They know how to maneuver in the world of business. And they also understand optics and how things can look. I just, it's hard for me to believe that they will still be or be practicing making decisions based off of race in 2020, 2021. I just don't, I can't, it's hard for me to believe that. At this point, now, this was the 1970s, 80s, you know, I could say, okay, he might have something here. But, I don't know. It just doesn't, I don't know. I just think, to me, I think with everything going on, people are making a play. They're making a move. They want to push. They want to, um... They want to force change so bad that they're willing to to exaggerate. 
And right now, Flores is out of a job, so he is the new guy. Because when he was coaching, he didn't mention nothing. When when he was all being told lose games or pay you hundred thousand dollars, where was your integrity at? Where was your oh I got to stand up? If you believed that, then you probably should have quit at that point or came out and spoke about it. Because at least if you speak about it, you probably save your job because with the owner fire you after making an allegation especially if you had proof you would have had you would have had the public on your side and the owner would have been very uh, hard for the owner to fire you at that point but to come out now now I, I kind of like I said I kind of believe the the story about the hundred thousand dollars but I'm just questioning the motives and your interior motives right now. Now, like I said, this guy, he calls all the NFL um, owners racist. That's basically what he said. So let's look at some of the comments on this ESPN Let's look at some of the comments, because the people have reacted as they, as they, as they would, and let's see what they said. So we got one guy. How does Josh McDaniels have a head coaching job, and not Eric Bellamy? That's one guy. Dolphins fan replied. He says Flores missed the playoffs three seasons in a row. Uh. Drafted Tua. Shit. He says, yeah, I gotta pull this out. He says, drafted Tua instead of Herbert and literally called the play to have our QB throwing the football in our own end zone. Why did Florida hire black attorneys? You want to keep your job. Don't blink up the draft. I don't know what he was talking about. Black attorneys. But we know why he hired black attorneys. He was trying to. He's trying to play. The race angle. He's not going to hire white attorneys for that. But. Um. Well, I don't think Flores wanted Tua. So that might be a little inaccurate tweet there, Dolphin fan. So he wanted Herbert. Okay, so how about the change? All the thousands of thousands of black men that have come in. Okay, here's a tweet. This guy says, how about this change? All the thousands and thousands of black men that become millionaires with the opportunity provided by the NFL... Start their own league. Then make all the changes you want. Some people are impossible to make happy or grateful. <laughs> I mean, well, here's the problem with that. These guys go broke after like five years. So they, black players, this, there isn't thousands and thousands of black 
uh, men, especially former athletes that got disposable income to buy an NFL team. And it's not like you could just or just start a, another league. It's not that's not that simple. You can't just do that. Um, but that's how it is. This guy basically saying, if you don't like it, leave. You know, it's not that simple. It takes you know to start what thirty teams, and why are we trying to? We shouldn't be trying to push for segregation. That's just dumb. All right, here go one guy. He says, "What about the Mexican coaches? There aren't only one in the NFL." I mean, so now everyone, I don't know if the, these people are trolling the ESPN comic section or they're serious. I mean, some people are saying, we need Mexican coaches now. Like, So one guy says, until we get some black owners, nothing's going to change. In the same group, all white billionaires keep buying and selling teams. I don't think it matters who the owner is. If you're running an NFL team, you want to win, you want to make money. You're going to hire the best guy. That's any business. Like, why do people, I don't even want to, people keep talking about, oh, if we get black owners or black this or minority that, things are going to get better and things are going to improve. That's not necessarily true. There's no proof of that. Like, just look at the current situation around America. Go to each city that's run solely by minority leadership, whether it be police departments, uh, district attorney's offices, mayors, governors, whatever. And in some cases... It's gotten worse. So there's no guarantee that a minority owner would fare any better. I mean, Michael Jordan was a terrible owner for years. Until he finally starting to get things going with um with the uh with the Hornets. The other guy who owned the Bobcats before Jordan bought them, uh, he was a black guy. I think he owned BT or something like that. He had the uh, Bobcats. He was a terrible owner. So it's not a guarantee that a minority is going to be great. Because owning the NFL team is not just about owning the team, right? It's a lot of other responsibilities. You got to hire the right people. So say tomorrow they say, okay, we're going to give a team to a black owner. So you, so you're telling me you're going to hire a black coach because, oh, I got to hire a black coach? No, that's how you fail. If you hire him based off race, you automatically lose. The timing on this is very suspicious. I'm sorry to say it, people. Because you got the whole situation with uh, Biden in the Supreme Court. I mean the timing is very suspicious. And. I just. I don't know. I think people. Need to chill. To take a chill pill. With this race crap. 
Everything racist, racist. I'm so sick and tired of the race baiting. Sick and tired of it. So sick and tired of it. I really am. It's kind of bugging me out. Same bullshit every day. Race, 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 race. Race, 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 race. It's always race. And, <clears throat> and I don't get it. Are we going to race card our way to to owning the NFL? Like, like what the fuck? Hey, seriously. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys about that. Look. Flores, he's going he's going to have his day in court with the NFL and that's that. We'll see what happens. But um that $1000, $100,000 to lose games. That's the big story to me. And I wonder what's going to come out of that with the NFL investigate. What kind of details they're going to come up with that. See what happens. But we got the NFL Super Bowl. Right? The Super Bowl is going to be all about Flores, racism, and all this stuff. That's what it's, it's going to take up the whole week of, of the Super Bowl week. They're going to be asking players, hey, what do you think? Did the team ever actually lose game? Blah, blah, blah. Like, this is the best look for the NFL. And after a year of caving to the woke mob, donating all kind all kinds of money, giving them all this money, settlements and all this stuff, and now they back to um, this all over again. So we'll see what happens. We'll be keeping an eye on it, of course. And that's that. <laughs> this is funny. I think it's funny because this stuff is just the timing. Like, I I don't believe in coincidences. I mean, the timing is very suspicious to me. It's just, it's just weird. But I think it's safe to say that Flores probably doesn't get hired, at least this year. And these NFL owners, they're not just gonna bow down, right? Like. They're not going to take it lightly that you, you accuse them of being racist. They're just not going to do it. They're not going to cave. These are billionaires. Billionaires don't cave. So, we're going to see. And it's funny that the New York Giants, which were considered one of the class act organizations, right? Like, they did everything right. They're great. And... They're in the center of this, so we're. I'm, I'm trying to get in contact with uh some people from the Giants, well not from the Giants, but someone close to Giants Nation who follows the Giants to uh, ask them their take on this. 
So we'll probably do a second part of this episode and, you know, see what happens, see what they say. But um, we're going to wrap this up and we will be back probably. This is a little longer than I wanted, but we'll come back. We'll do a part two or uh, maybe a whole new episode. We're going to do a couple episodes this week because I wanted to t- touch on a couple more topics. So, that's that. Alright, everyone. So long. And enjoy your week. We'll be back for another live stream later on. Don't forget, we are on Twitter, Facebook. Where else we at? Instagram and stuff like that. Alright? Peace out. And we are out.